2022 is the year that, you know, whatever the fuck can happen, anything can happen, who the fuck knows, it's all crazy, the world's upside down, everything's orange and yellow, not black and white, who the fuck knows, who the fuck knows, (laughs) yeah, fucking crazy, exactly, um, so, where do you want to start? There's a lot, it's a lot to get into. Like, it's so much to get into. Like, it's like, not even just like what everybody sees on TV. It's like so much to get into. Like, just, just throw something to this, throw a dart. Where do we start? Like, it doesn't even matter. Just anything. Throw a okay, dart. Okay, so I'm currently watching Impact or whatever. Just a little start. quick, Here, whatever. Let's start. Let's start. Let's start. Impact. Impact. Yeah. Jay White screwed over Tama and Loa for the fucking Machine Gun and Gallows Anderson, the original Bullet Club. I hated everything about that. I hated everything about it. I hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Because it. it wasn't the way that I wanted it to go. It wasn't the way that I wanted it to go. It fucking pissed me off. I hated it. I didn't see that happening. Yeah, I didn't see it happening. And it just came out of nowhere. And then, like, everybody was, like, halfway, like, paying attention because, like, nobody was really paying attention. Everybody was, like, halfway paying attention. They were like, oh, something happened. And then, like, it just started, just, like, wait, what? Did that happen? And it just, like, just totally shocked the fucking wrestling world. It was like, oh, oh, well, they got rid of GLD. They're out of the Bullet Club. So it's just like, you just go like, oh, this is regular fucking normal. Then you go to New Japan later on that night and Kevin Kelly mentions it and it starts a little rift between ELP and Ishimori because they have a little tension back and forth and like it didn't, it wasn't there the day before. It started that day. It was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, where did this come from? And it was just all because of this whole Jay White thing. Don't know where it's going to end. It was fucking crazy. But now it's just like, I don't know how to say I have no idea how to say it. At all. Interesting. This, I thought that was going to be non canon. No, it's canon. It's like full canon. It's full canon. Like it was mentioned in everything. And like it's full canon. And like there's no way to know where this is going because. Tama has always said every time, like, Jay says he's the leader, like, yeah, whatever. He keeps saying, yeah, whatever. And Jay was like, are you really going to listen to Evil? Evil's really going to be the fucking leader? And that's not a thing. Like, that's not a thing. That's not how people react to Evil. It's like, it's, it's just so much going on there that it's like, dude, I don't know what the fuck to make of this. Like at all, like it's so much happening. Like I don't know what the fucking make it is. I said it as soon as they kicked out. Like, uh, like Thomas mm-hmm. should have been the leader. Yeah, he should have. But like now, it's like, is he gonna be the leader? Is it's very, it's gonna be very complicated. Yeah. And then like, okay, so a lot of people like don't watch New Japan because. Their guys aren't there. I'm going to get into something about that later okay. on. But a lot of people just fucking don't watch New Japan. They're like, oh, we don't watch it. We don't watch it. And this week, like, that same show that I was talking about had a fucking huge match. 
between Okada and Naito. And half of the people like didn't even see it because they were like, no, no, no. We we don't watch that stuff. We don't watch anything that's not on television. If it's not on television, it's not wrestling. Like somebody said, actually on Twitter, yeah, you'd say that you should watch all wrestling, but if it was good wrestling, I would be watching it. And it's like, no, there's good wrestling in all fucking wrestling companies, but like you guys yeah. just are shitters. But anyway, Naito and Okada. Like, those are always bangers, in my opinion. They had a fucking banging ass match. And oh. it was like, it's probably up there. I think it's like one of their finest, one of their finest matches up in the top three. And somebody who like, is efficient enough with the New Japan culture and the other, like, just stuff, but they haven't been watching as long as, like, somebody like me has. And it was like, well, what is Naito's, like, Okada's Naito's biggest rival, right? He's his biggest rival. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's Ibushi. Ibushi is Naito's biggest rival. Like, they have history. It's like, it's a weird thing, but it's really fun that they they have a rival that they really try to kill each other. That's his biggest rival. And Okada's biggest rival is Tanahashi. Like, they both have two different rivals, but these two, when they're together, they have fucking magic. It's just fucking magic. It's insane. Yeah. But yeah, like, that was the New Japan side. And also, they had a New Japan Cup with, like, 48 people, like, announced, and everybody lost their shit because they were like, oh my god, New Japan doesn't have 48 people. That means they're going to drag in, like, people from other companies. And the only people they drew in was Stronghearts from Bleak. And it's like, that was it. Like, you could have, like, Noah was right there. They're like, nah, we're just going to drag in these four people. But nah. Okay, but nah. I'm like, God damn it, man. Like, we spent, like, it was funny because everybody spent 24 hours trying to figure out, like, who could be, who could be called in, who could be this. And I'm like, nah. I'm like, nah, we're just going to grab some guys from Glee. Just strong hearts. That's it. I'm like, God damn it. It could have been so much better. Oh, wow. That was another thing. Then we had GCW. We had GCW two nights. And night one, night one was a match that, like, we reported on here about Nick Wayne getting signed. And we've only, like, I've only saw a little bit of Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne fought Alex Zane. And it was one of the fucking best things I've ever seen. I was like, oh my God, he's really good. Like, Nick Wayne is really fucking good. I like he's, him. Yeah, he was so good. Like, it was it was a fucking dope-ass match. And then, like, it's a spot that, like, people are going to try to top. They're having a GCW where somebody did, like, a Canadian Destroyer off of somebody else by accident. And... It's going to be one of the spots that, like, soon as people see it on AEW, it's going to be like, oh, my God, I've never seen anything like this. But, like, I literally just said I saw it on GCW. But they're going to be like, I've never seen anything like this. Which proves the point that when you say that you watch wrestling and there's so much good wrestling on AEW that you don't go outside to look and see other wrestling. It's like, okay, well, that's on you. Yeah, like we've seen a prestige thing real quick, whatever. Like that was yes, and prestige. Like I like I had no idea anything about prestige. Like I probably heard it in passing and was like, ah, whatever. 
And like I didn't watch it because I just they didn't have anything that was like stand out to me until they announced a match that Malachi Black was gonna take on Eddie Edwards. I'm like, oh that's very seeable. I need to see that. And on the show they had Taya Valkyrie versus I forgot dude's name. But it was so funny because like Ty Valkyrie comes out with some cool ass music by JD Wills. Like, this is fucking awesome. I love it. And the dude just be like, I will always wanted your autograph. So she gives him the autograph. And he goes, Oh, I thought you were gonna make it up from Frankie Monet. I love her. And Ty just <laughs> proceeded to beat the living shit out of him. So Tayo gets the Taya gets the guy down. She's about to pin him. Lights go out. And everybody's like, oh, what the fuck? The lights come back on. Somebody in all black just beats the shit out of Taya. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's removed. And it's Athena. Like, former Ember Moon. It's like, oh, shit. I'm like, what the fuck? It, it Like, oh, that wow. show was... That show was so good. Because, like, they had a four-way with Calvin Tankman. And, like... It was like, it was fucking awesome. Like the four wheels, fucking awesome. They had Team Bussy versus Team Pax. Team Bussy is Effie and Alley Catch versus Dark Sheik and I forgot her partner's name. But they had a fucking crazy ass tag team match. And they had a fucking one on one right between Alex Shelley and Dalton Castle. It's it's just a match. It's like, all right, we're gonna have a match. Right before the match starts, fucking Tom Lauder comes out. Tom Lauder is the prestige champion, and he's like, I wasn't booked on this show, so I want to have a match for the title. So he defends the title in a three way against Alex Shelley and Dalton Castle, and Alex Shelley actually wins. Alex Shelley gets the title, and then Alex Shelley says, Okay, how about we do this next week? Me versus you and you and Speedball Mike Bailey in a menage a trois. And everybody goes, what? He's like, yeah, that's a four-way, right? And Tom Lauder goes, no, a menage a trois is a three-way. He was like, well, I I call a menage a trois a four-way. He was like, no, that's not how it works. I was cracking up. <laughs> so that was fun. And then we had the main event, which like, it was baffling at the very end of it because fucking Malachi Black hits Eddie Edwards. Bam! The kiss of death or whatever the black kiss is. Knocks him clean the fuck out. The lights go out and then all of a fucking sudden Brody King comes in and beats the shit out of like Eddie Edwards. And it's like, what the fuck was the point of that? <laughs> Seriously, like, what was the point of that? That was weird. That's the black. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna get into that in a second, but like, it was like, what the fuck? It was like, it was a like, it was a really weird ending, but like, the show was so surprising because like, not only all of the action, but like all of the different superstars that was there. It was like, this is actually really dope. Like, this is a really dope show. Like, I, I real like quick, it. I like this. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Jay White turning on the Bullet Club and all that. On that same show, Eddie Edwards, which you mentioned, turned up to join um, Honor No More, the former Ring of Honor people. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And like, Eddie, 
the funny part about this is like Eddie said he had like his reasons because he was part of Ring of Honor or some shit like that. And I was like, okay, but like that that didn't really fucking yeah, I mean that didn't solve anything. Didn't solve <laughs> shit. It didn't solve shit. And also, Nick Wayne was also on the prestige show. He was also yeah. on the prestige show in, in Prestigate. Yeah. yeah. It was like, what the fuck? Like he like he popped up everywhere and he was like just it was like one of those, what the fuck? Like this kid is just fucking amazing, dude. He's just fucking amazing. Loved it. Can't wait to see him on fucking actual TV, you know. Well soon like soon as everybody sees him on TV, everybody's gonna be like, Oh my god, I didn't know this guy was as good as like, oh god. Like yeah, you guys didn't it. fucking yeah, it's just like you guys didn't watch other stuff. Like it, it, it bothers me how like people get so in their head about the tribalism of oh, there's the other stuff outside of WWE. It's only AEW is the only thing outside of WWE, and it's like no, there's other stuff like GCW, Prestige, Impact, there's Stardom, fucking. Uh, what else? New Japan. Everything is like Noah. There's so much shit going on. It's like, bro, what the fuck? Like, why? Like, why? That's like, it is just why. It's why. Like, why do people just like, like, and like, it makes like, it averts that your argument is, oh, WWE has such a stranglehold. AEW is like, different wrestling is different. It's like, but there's other stuff other than AEW, and you, like, and then you say like, oh, if it's not if it's not good, I'm not gonna watch. All of that shit is actually really fucking good. It's just you're choosing not to watch it because of your preconceived biases, and it's like that's weird. Like that's weird. Like you want to be anti-establishment, but you find an establishment that you become anti-establishment to every other anti-establishment. It's very weird. It's very weird, and like. I don't like a lot of the AEW super fan base that are like super hardcore to like we only stick here. It's like, bro, there's other shit out there. Like, if you just like, oh, WWE and AEW the only thing in town, that means you don't watch wrestling. You just watch what's presented to you on television. You don't go out and actively seek wrestling. If you are a wrestling fan, you go out and actively seek wrestling. Even if it's something you have no fucking idea about. Like, Oh, this is wrestling. Let me try it out just for the fuck too. Yeah, it's okay. And speaking of stardom, Starlight Kid and Azani had a fucking banging ass match, and it's really like so. This is what fucking weirds me out. This weirds me out, and it fucking makes me sad knowing that I've been there the whole time. Because Starlight Kid, she started out. She was fucking 16 years old. She was fucking 16 year old. She was in stardom and she was wrestling at 16 years old. And she was like this little kid and she had a mask and it was like, oh, you're so adorable. She turned like, she turned heel like, I want to say like last year or year before. One of those things. But when she wrestled Azami, it was like, she's like incredible. But then I remember like, I watched her from her birth to now, and it's like, oh yeah, she totally evolved. 
I see I see why like she got trained at 16 to become this prodigy that she is now. Like, yeah, this, this fucking works. It was great. And a lot of people are talking like seeing it are saying, yeah, this is like this might be one of the matches of the year. Especially in the women like in the women's division. This is probably gonna be like match of the year. Like, yeah, I can kinda see that. Cool. So yeah, um, so AEW started off with a battle royal, for tag team battle royal, and it was, you know, a thing. Some stuff happened here and there, but it got to the end where it was a bunch of one of each tag teams that was left, like one of the Dark Order, one of FTR, one of Red Dragon. And one of uh, the Young Bucks. Oh, and one of the best friends. And one of the best friends. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was this thing where everybody was trying to throw each other out. And then it got down to the last three. And Kyle O'Reilly is about, they're about to draw Johnny Hungry. Kyle O'Reilly goes, Ow, my arm, my arm is messed up. Matt, can you throw out Johnny Hungy? So Matt throws out Johnny Hungy. Kyle Roddy runs up right behind Matt, throws Matt out, fucking dumps him on his ass, and Red Dragon wins. Matt's like, dude, what the fuck? What did you do that for? It's so fucked up. And he's like, what do you mean it's fucked up? Like, I was doing the right thing. What do you mean? Like, stop being a dick about it. But man, it's fucked up. I know that that's the funny part. It was like something I did about it. Like the fuck, yeah. it, like it was so, like it was so fucking hilarious. And then it's just right after that they're arguing, and Hangman shows up and just beats the shit out of Red Dragon. The Bucks leave. Then Adam Cole shows up and tries to beat up fucking Hangman. Hangman's like, nah, I'm gonna beat your ass. The Hangman goes. It's story time with Adam Page, baby. I'm like, oh, you stole this thing. Even fucking Bobby Fish was like, that's copyright infringement. Like, I was like, oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> so, that's leading to their match at the pay-per-view. And some people finally figured out that Steve Dorsey has the biggest pop in AEW, but it's fine. Like I don't it, know how it's, it's, it's beginning. because like people like they don't really pay attention to like Steve Dorsey. They're like, oh, he, he's there, he's there, he's there. They don't measure it like, like I like I'm sitting here like, oh yeah, let's see who's got the bigger pop, the bigger this, the bigger that, and it's usually Adam Cole. Yeah. So Brian Danielson was in the back talking about, yo, I'm going to murder uh, Daniel Garcia when I see him. So that's the thing. So here's a segment where I have to talk about this and like, I will give him his just due. I will. I will 100% give him his just due. MJF cut one hell of a fucking promo. Not even gonna lie. Not even gonna lie. He went, like he went there and like, 
I found out that this is like this wasn't the first time that he used some of this stuff in a promo. Because somebody said this was an MLW promo, and I was like, you know what? I do remember him cutting this in MLW, like half of it, but the other half of it was mixed with the new CM Punk thing. Because the half of it that he brought up in the MLW stuff was when he was a boy and he used to get bullied for being Jewish. And it was very like it was very bad. And he like it made him cry. And he said that day that the kids at school bullied him and threw money at him and called him Jew boy. He said that day was the day that he met CM Punk. So CM Punk made everything feel better. Like CM Punk made everything right. Meeting him made him feel better. And then Punk left. And I've said this on this podcast before. I said, there are some people who are actually hurt that CM Punk left. With Max saying that, that actually proves my point in front of the world that there were people who were hurt when he left and it angered them. Yep. And Max stated it and said, yo, listen, he hurt me and made me feel bad. And I felt betrayed. I felt lost. And then I picked myself up and became that person that wouldn't be hurt like that. And he was talking about how he like has autism and wait, was it autism or ADD? What's wrong with He was like, he had ADD. And it was like, he cut this impassioned promo. And he did all of that. And it got so bad. Like he kind of like had one tear fall because he was like putting on like he was sad. And fucking CM Punk walks down the ring. And this like, this is how I knew that he like hit the main vein with this promo because when he did it, CM Punk walks down and goes, yo, are you fucking around? Are you serious? Like, are you fucking serious right now? Like, CM Punk literally said, are you fucking serious right now? Like, yeah. that shit, he's like, that really happened? He's like, you like, you better not be fucking with me. Are you, does that really happen? And Max just shakes his head and said, yeah. And he just rolled out the wing. And Sam Punk had this look on his face like, oh, oh shit, like that like shit maybe this is my fault like he's still yeah and it's like this is like a villain like one of those villain origin stories from like a Batman or like the fucking uh, one of the Disney stories yeah but this is one of the 100% times where I'm like okay I agree with you people for what's about MJF like he's not like I said, he's not with like that good of a promo to me. Like, but this one was like, yeah, he's like he he really did say some shit that made me go, yeah, I agree with you guys. He he really is good sometimes. He got one of <laughs> Yeah. Like if you can keep this up in a consistent manner, it's like, all right, well man, I think that yeah. I think that you're that person. We'll have something, yeah. Yeah. So then they went to commercial and then they came back with Daniel Garcia in 2.0 and like, hey, I'm going to kick Brian Danielson's ass. All right, you do that, man. <laughs> and so, yep. So this was this was really funny how like this came off. And so the House of the, the Black showed up and they're about to have a tag team match with Pac and... Pinta Azul. Not Azul. I forgot what um, they called him. Escudo. Escudo. And it's like, 
that's just Penta Dark from Lucha Underground. And I said, like, I've said that on this podcast a bunch of times. Like, that's just him from Lucha Underground. Like, when he went Penta, like, Penta Dark. And a lot of people had no fucking idea what that was. Like, I don't know who that was. Right? Like, like, no, it's Penta Dark. Like, He's like, ah, this is really cool. Like, this is a guy that they can just market in different, like, clothing stuff. Like, he's like a sting in in mass form. It's like, no, this is actually his gimmick. From, he had this whole dark thing for, like, a whole season of Lucha Under. But it just, like, okay, guys, right, you guys, you guys got it. You guys got it. You guys got it. Once again, you're proving to me. I've never watched anything besides WWE. I didn't recognize that manager. He just dr- he just dressed the fuck up because he didn't want to be part of the shit. So yeah. at the end of the match, like Malachi's going to spit the mess. Penta's like, nah, you gonna swallow this shit, bitch. He makes him swallow it. Malachi like falls on the ground, he loses. This is what fucked me up. This is literally what fucked me up. Brody King beats the living goddamn hell fucking shit out of Penta and Pac. Like, completely obliterates them. Then the fucking lights go dark after Malachi is about to, like, stab Penta with the fucking shovel. And the lights go out, and then it's Buddy Matthews. Buddy Matthews shows up, and Buddy Matthews... I'm like, oh my god, Buddy Matthews is here! And then Buddy Matthews proceeds to beat the shit out of Pac and Penta. And it's like, dog, they were dead. These were dead bodies that you just desecrated. There was nothing that was... Guys, there was nothing that could have been done. They desecrated dead bodies. They were already dead. They just kept killing. And it was like, okay, this is insane. It was like that Simpsons meme. Stop it, stop it. They're already dead. True. Like, Brody fucking murdered them. And then they just kept going. They slammed Pinter's face with a chair. It just kept going. It was like, Doug, Brody just decided to murder every security guard that even looked at him with a squint eye. He just like rampaged and Buddy is just beating the shit out of Pac and Penta. And it's like, dude, they're fucking dead already. You're just killing corpses. It's not even fun. Like they murdered everybody. And it's like, then they just walked off like, we just got a victory. No, you've got murders. Somebody should arrest you guys. <laughs> it was so crazy. I was like, I've never seen that where like the bad guys get the win like from like brutally murdering somebody and still brutally murder them after they were dead. It's like fuck like it's the, the fuck. My only complaint, like it was a waste of fucking Pentas photo. Yeah, it was. But yeah. I didn't know it was great. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, Buddy Murphy is, like, so religious because he can't, like, stay away from the church. He went from the church of <laughs> the church of Rollins to the church of Black. So, yeah, he, like, yeah, he's he's bad. Yeah, what's going to be the next thing he does, you think? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's going to be another church, I can tell you. He'll quit wrestling and start working in churches. I hope not. <laughs> so... Then we get Eddie Kingston versus Jericho. There's a lot of people that like love the shit out of this, and I hate it like a lot about this. And like, this is the one thing that immediately took me the fuck off. Like, this, this, like 
it was a couple things that took me to fuck off, but this was the one thing that immediately took me to fuck off was when Jericho was like, yeah, you're a street thug. And it was like, and Eddie, like, even Eddie said it was like, yo, I know what you mean by that. He was like, I know what you mean by that. Like, yo, we bought this square up. He's like, he's like, see, this is what I mean. Your kind is nothing but street thugs. And it's like, bro, you just, like, you, you can't, you can't say things like that. He can't. Like, he really can't say things like that. And then, like, Eddie Kingston goes, all right, Jericho, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of this. This ain't, like, this ain't sports entertainment. This is wrestling. And, like, so he tells them this is wrestling. Dude, they literally spend 10 more minutes in this sports entertainment promo. And it's like, and everybody was like, oh, this is so great. But Eddie literally said, this is a sports entertainment. This is wrestling. It's like y'all still did nothing but sports entertainment for like ten more minutes. So where where, where was the wrestling here? There's one part in, in like in particular they show that this was sports entertainment. Jericho goes something to the effect of, "I mean, you could be a great baby face." He goes, "What's a baby face?" Like those yeah. are terms like you would use in sports entertainment. Yeah, and, and he calls him he calls him a fucking jobber, and like he just he goes on and on, and it's like, bro, what the fuck, and. And one thing that I want to point out here is like somebody said it earlier, and like we've been saying this for a bunch of times. And I'm like, we said this a gazillion times. Bro, you are a company establishing yourself. Why do you have to take consistent shots every fucking week at WWE? No matter what the fuck happens, you have to take a shot at WWE. Stand on your own. Like in the beginning, you could have been like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Like, back in New Japan days when you were still taking shots at WWE, yeah, you could do that. You have your own company. You don't have to do that. And this brings back the case of when Cody was talking shit about, like, not Cody, Omega was talking about Cody, and he was like, yeah, Cody was the one who wanted to, to start a war. It's like, clearly that's wrong if you look at everything. Cody's not even there. Jericho even called him what's-his-name. And it's still a fucking war. It's still a fucking war. Like so, you so you're telling me that it like none of this is possible without Cody. So thank you, Cody. You made all of this possible. And he's gone, and he still continues. Like how is that? Exactly. So Jericho says, like, you know what, Eddie? I'm gonna fight you. Whether it's January six, May six, April six, March six, whatever six it is. Like okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So they're gonna fight. And everybody was like, this was such a great promo. I'm like, God, ah, this is so good. It was like, uh, I mean, to me, like, like I said, the things that turned me off was like the multiple WWE references. Even fucking Eddie Kingston was like, Yeah, I want the I want the Jericho. Then like even your buddy Levesque hated. It's like, see, once again, like leave them alone. Like leave leave them alone. Like the ref like Somebody was like, yeah, like, you guys are mad that, like, w- like, they reference WWE. No, no, no. A reference from WWE is literally when Buddy Matthews came out and they said, they have history. They have fought so much that I think Buddy Matthews decided to join Malachi Black. And it's like, reference that, that's a reference. That is literally not taking a shot. That's a reference. When you take a shot, it's like, ah, uh, 
like the sports entertainment, like those are two totally different things. And if you don't get that, you're like completely Spanish and biased. Like you're a fucking stan and you're biased and you all like you don't want to fucking give credit. Like it is so insane that people just like totally have this weird ass mindset. And like I like I keep saying every time I come in here, I don't want to defend WWE. I don't want to do that. But you make me turn around and be like, I have to defend WWE because you guys are making me do that. And it's not even I hate AEW. It's like I'm pointing out the shit that makes dog that makes y'all cringe. It's like, dog, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you have a company. Fucking focus on that. Like, stop being bitches. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, they're not flawless. Like, their fans think they're flawless. They're not flawless. Yeah, I don't care. So, Matt Hardy said that he's gonna do a six-man match with, against Darby... Wait, who was it? Darby, Sting, and Sammy at the pay-per-view. And he said three names, him, Andrade, and somebody, which is like, I'm pretty okay. sure that of a... Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that guy's gonna get taken on. It's gonna be Jeff. Because okay. Jeff Hardy, on a YouTube video, with like 50 people that saw it, Jeff goes, yeah, man, I'm going to AEW. I'm really excited about it. And, like, nobody caught it. Like, nobody caught it. It's like this small ass video. It's like, it's like, I'm going to AEW. And, like, I'm really excited about it. And everybody's like, oh, okay. And then people's like, oh, my God, Jeff said he's going to AEW. It's like, dog, this video has actually been out since, like, Monday. Like, he just found out about it today. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. He's going to... Really? Like... Really, like this flew under the radar for like three days, and then you're just like, "Oh my god!" Like, "Oh my god!" It's Cody Rhodes. Like, that's that's happening. That's fucking funny. Yeah. So did we have face of the revolution, like qualifier match? It was Ricky Starks versus Ten, and Ricky Starks got the win because Renegade said Ricky Starks should be in this. I apologize. And I did not say that per se. <laughs> you said little guys should be in it. They got too many big meaty men. <laughs> I think I said that on the last podcast too. You did. Yeah. But I'm glad Ricky's in it though. So. Yes. So Steve Dorsey is back with his two best friends and his other kind of best friends are there and they're arguing and said, I would have did the same thing to you. You would have did the same thing to me. Haha, <laughs> what did they say? Blah, 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 blah. They just, they just argue back and forth for no reason. And it's a thing. So, that was Then we had the TBS women's title match. And we had the bunny and Jade Cargill looking like money with green hair. I mean, she, like, even if she didn't have green hair, she still looked like money. She just money. She's, yeah. So she said, who, like, she beats Bunny and she goes, who's my next challenger? And Tay Conti comes out. And, like, immediately I just, like, said to Renegade, I was like, dude, do you think that they would make Tay Conti and Sammy Guevara the first couple champions? Do you think that'll be a thing? I don't like it, but apparently that's what they might do. It could be a thing. Yeah. 
Then we have like a little backstage interaction with Keith Lee and uh, Will Powerhouse Hobbs. And it was like, oh, well, okay. okay. Yeah, and like the way that they had that little interaction is like, huh, Powerhouse maybe, maybe that guy. So earlier in the day, I found out that Buddy Murphy was signing with AEW, and I also found out that mm-hmm. Swerve was signing with AEW. I mm-hmm. also heard a name that was backstage and could possibly be signing with AEW was Jonathan Gresham. Now that would that made so much sense because like the main event was um Jake Long versus um Garcia. And it was like, okay, well <laughs> it was like, well that that kind of that, that kind of makes sense because you know Jake Long wants to teach everybody about pure wrestling and Jonathan Gresham is pure wrestling, which would be fucking awesome. Yeah. And that didn't happen. So Garcia and Brian had the match. And I want to ask you this because I want another opinion. So people are saying this Brian Garcia match was not good. Like they're saying it's it was not good. Like compared to like the Lee Moriarty match or any other match that Brian Danielson has had. It was not good because something is wrong with Daniel Garcia. Okay. Full disclosure, you know, like, these type of matches are not my cup of tea, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, they're far in between the ones I like. This mm-hmm. one, I liked. Whatever. So, it's one of the good ones in my... Like, it, it was fast-paced. And I don't like the slow one. It was fast. Like, yeah. it, it was good to me. And it was brutal, too. So. Not yeah, but a couple... A couple of people was like, yeah, it wasn't good. So, Brian Danielson gets the win. And I'm like, okay, he grabs the mic. I'm like, all right, he's going to call and Gresham's going to come out and Gresham's going to, like, fight him. It's going to start. But then he gets attacked by 2.0. Moxley comes out and helps two point, like helps beat up 2.0. And Brian says, hey, me and you, revolution. I'm going to make you bleed your own blood. Yeah, he said, he said something like that. I'm going to make uh-huh. you bleed your own blood. So, that's how AEW went off the air. Yeah. Pretty good show. Yeah, it was a pretty good show. And, like, it's basically setting up all the stuff for Revolution that people pretended wasn't set up before this it's now getting more set up now I'm like, oh, okay, okay whatever guys you guys are you guys are you whatever so that was that so NXT NXT was a thing which brings me to this bit of news. Cesaro is gone from WWE. And I love, I love the way that every quote-unquote WWE, like not WWE, but like every wrestling journalist, social media journalist covered the way that he left. Because it was like, Cesaro quit WWE. Cesaro got fired from WWE. WWE Cesaro said, fuck you, WWE. I'm never going back and left. 
and it was like all of these things just kept coming out and it was like this is really how you guys cover the fucking news and like I've said this a gazillion times I literally try to keep to the truth and try to stay straight as narrow as possible when it comes to covering news nah everybody else is like nah fuck this we're just gonna lie so here's the honest truth Apparently, like, he was supposed to sign a contract last year. People, like, it was really funny because, like, a lot of people said he re-signed the contract, but no one has proof of him re-signing the contract. It's one of those Bernstein Bears moments where it's like, I don't know if that actually happened because, like, there's no proof of it, but, like, people said it happened, but we don't know if it really happened, right? Did it happen? Like, that, that was one of those... Yeah, like one of those things. Like, did, did that happen? So, because that didn't happen, his contract ran out. Like, there he didn't resign. It just ran out, and it's over. So he's gone. Like, he doesn't even have a ninety-day complete cross. He's like, he's gone. It's he's free. It because his contract ran out. He can do whatever the fuck he wants to anywhere tomorrow. Yeah, he can just show. Like, he can show up on rampage. If it wasn't taped tomorrow, and be like, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah, like he literally could just show the fuck up anywhere he wants. It's like, okay, well, that's that's a thing. And speaking of people signing, apparently AEW re-signed Brian Cage. What? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's that's a thing. They re-signed Brian Cage. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Wow. I was kind of shocked. Yeah, yeah, kind of shit that blew my fucking mind. Did we already yeah. report that Drake Maverick got signed back? No, we did not. But Drake oh. Maverick is back. Yeah, apparently he's working in the back. To my understanding, yes, he is. Yeah, and he's been working there for about four weeks. Somebody just happened to see him and was like, "Oh shit, you still work here?" Yep, I've been here for four weeks. Like, oh well, Drake Maverick's been here for four weeks. Okay. Oh shit! So NXT opened up with like a kind of halfway. How they opened up Vengeance Day with Toxic Detraction going out there doing their things, and then like they showed the results, and then it opened up with Braun Breaker cutting his promo, and he's cutting his promo talking about how he's the champ and he will always be the champ. Dolph Ziggler came out and said, "Hey kid, I'm gonna make you famous." But I have to beat Tommy Ciampa. But I'm going to make you famous, kid. And I promise I'm going to be in the spotlight one day. And you're not. Okay. All right. Go on, go. Whatever. Because I thought about it. I was like, hey, whatever. Okay. Hey, who cares? (laughs) Yeah. So we had LA Knight. Yeah. Face Grayson Roller. And it was a, yeah, it was a match. It it, it, it was a match. Like, uh, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't give a shit about it. It was a match. I'm not invested in it. Don't really care about it. It was a match. I'm covering it because, yeah, I'm covering it because it was wrestling. It was on the show, and it happened. And I watched it, and I remember it, and it happened. So yeah, uh, LA Knight. LA Knight won and 
I also found out that Ellie Knight is very attractive to a lot of women friends that I know. And I was angry. Wait, no, Ellie Knight did not win. Ellie Knight lost. He lost to Grayson Waller. That's right. Yeah. I was wrong. He lost. But like the way it seemed they're gonna go into a last man standing match. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of women friends think that he's very attractive. So then we went backstage and we get Wendy Chu and Cthulhu. And Cthulhu's like, hey, we're gonna be a tag team. And Wendy Chu's like, Doug, I put us in the bracket. You're not telling me nothing I already didn't know. What are you, Sean Stajak? Like, no, that's not what it means. I know. And she's like, no, you don't. Because we're already in the brackets. You see that? Okay. Yeah. But no. Okay. Dude, like I told your friend. <laughs> yeah, and she like the code was like, wait, she told you? Wait, wait, she, you you heard that? Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. So then we had Toxic Distraction come into the ring because they were going to be in the Toxic Lounge. I was like, yeah, whatever. So then we had the two amigas, which is Jade and Raquel Gonzalez. And they both were doing training and they were doing climbing because Cora's like, hey, listen, we did it your way last week. This time we're doing it my way. And my way is the sky way. She didn't say that. I totally made it sound simpy, and that's not how it was. It was actually pretty cool. Evidently, Raquel scared of heights. You know? Yeah, but it's like it's, it's really, yeah, whatever. Not a not a huge fan of Raquel Gonzalez. Me neither. But yeah, but Corey Jade, friend of the show, of course, huge fan. Then we get into the tech. Well, we get to the toxic lounge. And okay, Gigi shouldn't have been dressing like Gigi was dressing. And they, it, it was, a, yeah, it was a problem. It was a problem. They, they, was, they were dressed like problems. It was, it was fine. It was fine. Simon had the problem? <laughs> Fuck Simon. <laughs> so we then we had Lash Legend and Amari Miller versus Io Shirai and Kelly and of course Io and Kelly get the win. I'm like, okay, well that's a thing. They were good together. Yes, they do. Then we have Renegade's boy Dante Chin return. You love Dante Chen. He's your favorite. Yeah, because he showed up out of nowhere. No, you asked for him. He said he's going to take on Dustin Hawk Bradshaw, whatever dude's name. Okay. The fuck? <laughs> I don't know his fucking name. Dustin oh, uh, Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson, whatever. Fuck him. Yeah. So, fuck my head up. then we get we get broke money in the back doing TikToks because they want the TikTok toxic tag team. They want to date them, so they're doing that. So Dustin Hawk Bradshaw comes out and Dante Chin beats him up before he could get to the ring. They 
fight, they fight, they go, they go, and it's like, okay, cool, yeah. And fucking Dante Chandler loses. God. I didn't because I really wanted Dante Chen to win. God damn it, dude. That sucks. That's true. Sometimes you don't get what you want, but then you break all the fucking rules and you make sure you get what you want. You don't let anybody tell you no. You just go after what you want. It'll happen. Fuck you. So then we had Mellow. So over the couple of days, Mellow and Max Caster went back and forth on Twitter. Now, we all laughed at half of the stuff they were saying and see who had the better comebacks. We were seeing which one of the two had the better comebacks. And of course, Mellow had the better comebacks. Now, people... Half of them got bent out of shape because it's like, oh my god, I can't believe they're arguing on Twitter. Oh my god. In full in full disclosure and full reality, both of them actually know each other. So they fucking were probably DMing each other like, hey man, it's all love. We, we cool. We cool. Let's just, let's have some fun for these nerds. It's like half of the people just going crazy. Like, oh my god, I can't believe they said that. That would like I wouldn't even be surprised. It's like, bro, it's like it's like y'all are just angry for what? No reason. And like this this full disclosure, like Max Caster needs better Twitter game because his Twitter game, like his comebacks were weak, but it was funny because his comebacks were weak. But Bowen said something like in response, and Bowen's tweets were like better than both of Max's combined. It's like, bro, like why are you not taking like take classes with Mac with Bowen? Bowen knows what he's doing. Bowen knows how to like make jabs that, that's actually funny. I was like, dog, like listen to him. He like he's the better like he's the better one of the team. Listen to him. I've been saying that since they started. Like fucking Caster is holding Bowen's back. Exactly. So then we get like Mellow's out there, he's cutting a promo. Then he gets interrupted by Pete Dunnerson. And Pete Dunnerson's like, listen, I'm getting my title match. He's like, all right. And then Cameron Grimes' baby shows up and says, I want my match. You lost. But I want to fight again. You lost. But you cheated. We won cleanly. Uh, I, I'm, can I fight Trick now? Uh, you can fight Trick now. Okay. And he fought Trick. He beat Trick, but it's like, there was no point in this match because it's not like he's getting a rematch. And he lost the Mellow clean. Mellow didn't cheat the win. He lost him clean. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. So we get more broke money. And I actually like the one guy on broke money because he was wearing a Von Eric versus Freebird shirt. And like that was totally awesome, which made me like him. So they're doing more toxic TikTok tag team stuff. They're trying to get the tag team toxic with them. They're like, hey, we really like you guys. Come on, tell us that, you, that we're fine. 
Tell us that we're fine. Come on, man. Just say it. I don't know. They're not going to tell you shit. I don't think they like you. Poor boy. Poor boy. So then we had a Chase University segment where Andre Chase, he cursed again. Our favorite thing about Andre Chase. And he yeah. said he's going to tease Von Wagner and kick his ass. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm down with that. He told the fucking, like, student to shut the fuck up or something like that. Yes. Then we had a segment or a match that should be stricken from the record. Everything about this should be stricken from the record because of everything that happened with it should be stricken from the record because we had Nikita Lyons' debut. It should be stricken from the record because the way that everybody lost their shit for her was... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, no, no, no. We're, we're going to talk about it, but... And, they had she had this match. She did this like she's athletic. She can wrestle. She's not like she's not bad. She's like she can wrestle. Yeah. So one thing that popped that popped into my mind was like Renegade was like, dude, the way she's beating this girl, she should have beat this girl in like one minute, in, like twenty seconds. And I'm like, uh, no, nah, like this match is for everybody to get their lotion and enjoy this match because it. Like, the way that everybody just, like, totally, well, the guys totally just, like, fell in love with this match. He's like, yeah, this, this was this was a lotion-grabbing match. That's 100% what it was, after you pointed it out. Yeah, because, like, that's what, that's what everybody, like, that's what, that's all they were talking about was that. Like, the thing, the funny thing about this is, like, the last time I seen her in WoW, she was not this good. Like, this is bullshit. Like, this is complete bullshit. When she was in WoW, she sucked. She fucking sucked. Like, she fucking sucked. Like, every time she would come on, she would have this little gimmick where she's like, I'm a rapper. And she'd come out and it's like, bro, I don't give a shit. Like, you know, like, you're not bringing anything to the match. Like, I'm a rapper. I'm cool. I'm the lioness. And then you get in the ring and just like totally fucking suck in garbage. It's like, the fuck? Like this, that's, that's what I used to think every time she used to wrestle and wow. Now she's here and she had this match and it's like, that's not right. You're not supposed to be able to do that. Like you're doing athletic shit. You're doing karate shit. You're doing like power shit. You're making yourself look like a fucking star. And it's like, hold up. Wait, where was all of this in wow? Like what? Like this is impossible. Like you like totally just changed everything. And like you can go, and it's like the fuck. Like I literally, like I've literally never seen this side of her. Like, like I said, I seen her in WoW, and it was like, oh, you're just some rapper chick. It's like, yeah, whatever, who cares? Now it's like you're kind of competitive, where I can put you on a level of like, yo, you got some skills. It's like, what the fuck? Like, where did this come from? Her finisher is like, uh, it's kind of like a Trouble in Paradise type move where she does a spin kick. It's like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? How did you? I, I'm so baffled. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm so baffled. 
I equated it more to like a black mask, but good point. It, it just was like, where the fuck did this come from? Like some of the moves she was doing, like, like she even did like an enziguri. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how? Wait, where was this? Like, where was this? And wow, like, why were you, why are you this way? It's like she totally evolved, and I'm like, all right, I give you credit. I give you full credit. You bust your ass to become something. You're dead something. I give you full credit. Like, yeah, she she she, she wins. She wins. Cause you earned like you earned my respect because it's like you put in the work to actually be a wrestler. And it's like, yeah, you earned my respect. Like you earned their respect because because everything else, you earned my respect because in that ring you actually put on a match with like Okay, I can I can see you being champion in time. Like you have the skills, like you have the skills. It's like it, like all the hype all together. It it works. It comes together. It's it's a thing. I like it. I like it. Cool. So, so then we get to the back, and Dustin Hawk Bradshaw shows up, and he first thing he does is kiss Persia. And he kisses her deep and she runs off because Indy was right there and Dustin goes, yeah, he says, yeah, you're jealous because that's the way I used to kiss you and like you still remember it, don't you? Like and it still feels good. And Indy was like, mm, kind of. And they pan over and Dexter was there and Dexter just puts his head down all sad and he walks off and Indy's mad at Dexter. He's like, Ugh! It's like, oh, like that's actually sad a little bit. Not really, but just a little bit. And he's a real bad guy in that. Watch, dude. Fucking Persia's the real bad guy. Persia wants to break them up because she's like, I'm tired of the bullshit. So yeah, we had a when it comes to Duke, though. Like, there's a reason like he wants revenge on her. So he's still in love with her, maybe. Or she cheated. <laughs> uh, whatever. We had a Von Miller segment. I mean, Von Wagner. Von Miller plays football. Von Wagner segment, and Von Wagner said something about something. Blah blah blah. Who gives shit? So, exactly. so, so, <laughs> so more importantly, we go into the diamond mine, where fucking Malcolm Bivens steals the show once again. He's just he's just as good a talker as fucking Paul Heyman. That's yes. how good it is. He's so good. And he keeps fucking around calling Gunfer Gunner. And like it's not like it's not so fucked up because everybody that keeps hearing it, they don't realize he's calling him Gunner. And it's like <laughs> what yeah, because he said it like three times. He kept calling him Gunner. Like, wait, did, is he calling this motherfucker Gunner? <laughs> so Malcolm Bivens is talking shit, then Imperial comes down. And Gunner puts Malcolm Bivens in the corner, and Solo Sokoa comes out and beats the shit out of Gunner. And Malcolm Bivens gives a gift for the ages. Scared guy in the corner doing a thumbs up. So yeah, that's a thing. That's gonna be on the internet real quick. That that is that's a that's a meme. 
So then we get to the back and we get uh, broke money still trying to TikTok. And the, the bartender from last week, she's there and she's like, hey, she's like, what are you guys doing? Like, I'm trying to get him a, a thing so he can get this girl. She goes, I'll make you Instagram. Let me take a picture. One second, she takes a picture and makes him an Instagram. And the other dude's like, dude, I just wanted you to do a TikTok. Man, why? I don't know. It was funny. Kahoo! I guess it was funny to me. Okay. Well, well, okay. <laughs> That's all I felt. was like, who cares? So we had Harlan talk about he wanted to take out Draco Anthony. We had the next round with the TikTok Toxic Tag Team versus Ivy Nile and Ivy's partner. Ivy Nile's partner lost and Ivy proceeded to choke her half to death to Roderick Strong said, hey, can you please let her go? Can you please let her go? Hey, can you please let her go? Like, he literally said it for like hours. Like, can you please let her go? Can you let her go? Hey, can you? Okay, thank you. Um, I thought you were going to take it to that's what that's what I thought was gonna happen, but it was like she finally let go. So then we get to the back. Solo Sokoa is there, and Malcolm Bivens is trying to like, recruit him. And Solo Sokoa said, "I ain't do it for you. I did it for me." Okay. That's it. So then we had the main event: Dolph Ziggler versus Tom Chopper, and. Tom got hit with something from the cameraman who turns out to be Robert Rude. Ziggler gets the I don't know either. But Ziggler gets the win, so he's number one contender. Braun Breaker comes out, so he challenges Bob Rude and Dolph Ziggler to a tag match next week. Yeah, who cares? Who really cares? Like it's, whatever, who cares? Like, who gives a shit? It's a thing. So, yeah, that was that. But we still got more. Yeah, there's still yeah. more. I know you're like, what the fuck? Like, you guys are, like, you guys talk about everything. Like, there can't be more. Why can't there be? Because it's Monday night. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I fucked up. So, Monday Night Raw happened, and uh, yeah, that happened. So, uh, yeah, it happened. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. So, it started off with Brock Lesnar coming out saying he's the man, whatever, whatever. Paul Heyman comes out and says, hey, listen. You can't be a man because in March something, you have a match to defend your title in Madison Square Garden. And you're going to lose because you're going to defend it against Bob Lash, who was injured. And if Bob Lash doesn't come, I have a, a world-renowned superstar that can come and beat you. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? We know that he's not losing. We know that he's not losing. Who would it be, though? The world-renowned superstar would I don't know. So, then we have Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins in the back, and they're talking shit, and of course, Kevin Owens 
makes a reference to Texas again. And it's a thing. Okay, so here's the thing. Somebody brought this up because remember I said Shawn Michaels was coming back. Yeah. Somebody said, what if Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold team up to defend Texas against Kevin and Seth Rollins? What if? That's the thing. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, it it would be cool. But once again, that's like, I'll get to, like, I'll get to why that's, like, weird and why that could be an answer and also could not be an answer because it's it's a lot of stuff that we have to get to. So then we get to Street Profits versus Chad Gable and Otis. And this is, this is for nothing because if they beat them, they become number one contenders. If they lose, they become losers again, which they already were losers. And, you know... It's, uh, well, who cares? Because it's like, they lost, but it was like, ah, oh, who cares? So then we get Finn and Tom Ciampa versus Bob Roode and Dolph Ziegler. And, of course, you know, Tom Ciampa picks up the win because he beats Bob Roode, which led to Bob Roode coming in the next night on NXT and beating them up. It was... I mean, yeah, you know it's like the WWE 50-50-50-50-50-50 booking where it's like, you win. No, you win the next day, but you win this day, but you win that day. <laughs> so then we get the Miz out and the Miz comes out and the Miz is cutting this promo and then the Mysterios come out and they say, hey, you shut up. Who are you going to get and Miz said, my partner is dashing. My partner is this. And people, like some dumbass people actually bit was like, it's hey, Cody. It's Cody. And then it was like, oh my God, it's Logan Paul. <laughs> but it's so funny because we already said it was going to be Logan Paul, but nobody listened to what we said about it being Logan Paul and not have nothing to do with Cody. Yeah, Cody's gonna do something way better when he comes back. It's not gonna be that. Yes, they're still edging. We had Rhea beat Nikki for uh, well, the umpteen times. I don't even know how many times they fought, but like, I'm tired of this. There has to be no more of this. Please end it because there's no reason for it. Like, it's like find new opponents. Like, there's other women on the on the roster. I swear there is. I don't know who they are, but they're on the roster. Like they're yeah. they're there. I know that they're there. Somebody believe me, they're there. Like, please believe me. So we had Shelton versus from the Hurt Business takes on the Damien inside, the one who wants to live forever. And he says, I'm gonna defend my title. Somebody make me famous. And Finn Bonner comes out and says, I'll make you famous, player. Like so, they're gonna have a title match next week. Which I don't get. That should have been a man. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll like I'll talk about that. So then okay. we get Reggie and Dana, and Reggie's like, I don't want to break up our friendship. You pin me, please pin me. I love you. Pin me, pin me, pin me, pin me, pin me. So Dana pins him. He kicks out. He kicks out again. And then the last one, she kisses him. And he's like, ah, ah, and she pins him. 
And it's over. Thank God. Yeah, this sounds terrible. Then we had Bianca Belair, and she's out there, and then Becky Lynch shows up, and Becky's talking shit, and Becky's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna beat you at WrestleMania, and Bianca's like, no, I'm gonna fight Dewdrop, and then I'm gonna beat you at WrestleMania. No, that's not true. You can't do that. <laughs> and Bianca did beat Dewdrop, and a lot of people are saying this, but like, this is just me just bragging a little bit. They're like, oh my god, Dewdrop is way better than Nia Jax. This is what WWE want Nia Jax to be. And I'm like, Doug, Dewdrop has wrestled in Japan. Dewdrop is a real fucking wrestler who busts their ass everywhere to get to this stage in her life that deserves to be here and is just as good as you guys think she is. No, I remember Viper, apparently. Exactly. So then we get a talkable segment, which is what I wanted to talk about. We get Ed sitting down and talking about he wants to have this famous WrestleMania moment. And Ed is saying how how good it is to be in WrestleMania. And he, he goes, I want you to live forever. And he said, like, he mentioned something like, so he mentioned something that crossed a bunch of people. One, Cody Rhodes. Two, Phenomenal AJ Styles. Three, Damian Priest. Four, Finn Balor. And I know you're like, well, it has to be one of them. But the problem is WWE doesn't know which one of them. They don't know what they want to do with this card. They're still trying to figure shit out. Shit is still in flux and they're still trying to figure it out. I'm like, this makes no sense. Like, we're only a few weeks away from WrestleMania. Figure this shit out. Like, come on. Like, just, like have a clear pattern. Like, we already like us internally here and we are wrestling have it marked down Edge versus AJ Styles we like alright it's this is the match I mean they're trying to go you know what we can swerve it because like we have Cody Rhodes we can put him in somewhere yeah you can like do what I said have him face Seth like it's so many things that like right now is in flux that like we still have to watch how it plays out whatever so then we get to the main event. Team RK Bro versus Team WWE Best Friends. And WWE Best Friends, if they won against Okay, Seth KO. If they won against Team RK Bro, they would be in a triple threat tag team title match next week. And of course, you know. Team Seth KO winds up having a win and they have a fucking dope ass evil double team finisher move and they win. It's like, oh, oh, you guys are in playing. Oh, okay. They, they won. They won. And I now next week. Like, you didn't see it coming seriously? Yeah. Because you know, like, the rumors of them doing other things. So. No, no, no. I'm 100% with them doing other things, but at the same time, it's like, this is way before WrestleMania. So them having this tag team match way before WrestleMania is like, yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's not that bad. It's not that all. They can do stuff. It's not, eh, who cares? So yeah, like, it's just like, ah, who cares? Like, it's not that bad. 
so I mean that was Monday Night Raw so you know any other news that like fucking like Eddie Edwards and Jay White thing so yeah there's 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 nothing else just like yeah, there's nothing else to like really uh, dare, but like you know, like, whatever, you know, with silver wrestling thing, you know. Finish some words, closing remarks, anything, goodbyes, adios, hasta la vistas, anything. Hasta luego.